0: Welcome to Good Market Pulse update for 17th of May 2021. Every Monday we provide a concise overview of the key themes driving financial markets. We're joined today by Chief Investment Officer Bernard Swords. Good morning, Bernard. Inflation seems to be the word on everyone's lips. We had a high inflation figure. Is that what happened last week? Can you just explain what happened and what caused this market sell-off?
1: Uh, yes, we had a jitter through the financial markets in the middle of last week, largely coming from a, a very high CPI figure or consumer price index figure from, from the U.S. Uh, but you, you've been getting indicators on the producer price index as well. It was going to high levels. But we had a very, very high uh, figure from the CPI uh, on a month-on-month basis It showed prices going up 1% or, or almost 1%. And, um, uh, on the month and people might have been expecting something like a quarter percent, a point three percent. So that, uh, sort of sent a shiver through, um, the financial markets as to, you know, we've a lot of policy, uh, being implemented fiscal and monetary. Will this let the inflation genie out of the bottle? Like that conversation has been going on, uh, for some time as to whether it will do that or not. So there's a little bit of a scare in the middle of the week, but. By the end of the week, people are beginning to, to calm down again, and markets are showing their patience and looking through what may be temporary uh, measure or temporary features.
0: Okay, uh, and, and do you think it is temporary, um, Bernard? Is this is this sort of transitory or or the spike in inflation, or, or what, what's your view on all of that?
1: Yeah, I suppose. Uh, in we we think it is transitory, like we've been saying all along. Once you have the reopening in the US. P- Mainly, but also in the euro area now that will start impacting that we will see a spike in inflation and um, now this month we' are lapping the weakest month for prices last year, so on a year and year basis you were always going to see a very big spike um we wouldn't read too much into every single uh, figure that comes out, so it was a very big uh, figure month on month but when we look at the details of that um more than a third of it was coming from an increase in second-hand car prices and truck prices in the U.S., uh, where we've had uh, supply problems for new vehicles due to semiconductor shortages that we've known about for some time. And so a third of it was coming from that. Um, another 0.2%, or nearly about a quarter of it, was coming from higher, what they call, le- le- or lodging and travel uh, prices. That's airfares, hotels. Which we said, yes, those prices are going to go up when we reopen. Of course they will. Airfares are going to go up. Um, so a lot of the surprise is coming from areas that were dislocated by the lockdowns um, and that were going to have, we didn't know how big a momentum as demand came back, but they were going to get a lot of momentum. So we can be a little bit encouraged that the surprise that we're seeing are coming from areas that we think will be transient and we are in the transient camp. We'll obviously watch that data month to month to see if that changes. But we would be in the transient camp reopening. You're going to see a lot of demand hit. Supply chains, which are affected by the, the lockdown, affected supply chains as well. So you've got big demand coming into stress. Uh, supply chains shoving up prices in the short term. We think as you travel through uh, 2021, we're going to see a normalization in you know transport systems which are stressed at the moment they'll begin to normalize with reopening um, and we'll get all those structural forces like if we remember a lot we talk a lot about congestion in ports a lot of that is imports from asia's Consumers go direct purchasing to reduce the prices that they're paying for goods. So we'll have a lot of deflationary forces coming back in the second half of the year. It's quite ironic that uh, we actually see globalization (laughs) increase increase somewhat in all of this uh, with all those trade volumes going on around. So, yeah, uh, we've been of the opinion that, yes, you're going to get a spike when we reopen. That's what we're getting. We didn't know how big a spike it would be. Uh, We think other forces will come in in the second half of the year to bring that down. What do we watch the data? But at the moment, uh, we see nothing to, to change that uh, opinion.
0: And based on that opinion uh, or, or view, Bernard from the investment team, what does that mean for, I suppose, decisions for portfolios and, and investment yeah. strategy overall? Yeah.
1: Um, from the asset allocation. Perspective, n- nothing really. We've been overweight equities. We expected uh, we're positioned for a global economic recovery in terms of real growth and in terms of prices. We'll have higher inflation uh, uh, as a result of this, but that's that's why we the overweight in equities. It gives us a hedge against that, and we benefit, uh, and they benefit from from the higher nominal growth rate. Uh, we're underweight fixed income. Fixed income are stressed apart. Uh, would be a stressed asset uh, as as we see inflation returning uh, return to the global system, and within the fixed income, we're, we're overweight the corporates and underweight the sovereigns, and the corporates again uh, get get the benefit of of, of the better sales trends. Uh, the thing that we changed over the last week is last week, uh, as you are saying, you would have had a supply sh- or an inflation scare in the US. Uh, The U.S. bond market has moved, uh, not very much, about 10 basis points. Actually, it's all smooth, but it's sort of priced in an inflation scare. So we took that as as an opportunity to to switch some of our euro area fixed income exposure into the U.S., uh, which has taken on board a bit of an inflation scare. And we think we're getting good absolute levels and and certainly good spread levels against the euro area. So that's one thing we did last week. Um, On the equity side, we've we've been talking about moving to mid-cycle um sectors early cycle ones are the ones that benefit most from inflation and uh, so if you were uh, more cautious about inflation, the better hedges are in those early cycle industries, commodities, basic industries. And th- those type of sectors are the ones that give the better uh, inflation hedge. So we might delay that a little bit more, but it depends on what's in the price. Some of these sectors have mo- moved hugely and it pr- could be all in the price. But for the moment, the, the movement to, to to mid-cycle, we we sort of put on pause and we'll just see how things evolve over really the next couple of weeks. It's really looking for pricing opportunities to do it.
0: Great, Bernard. Thank you for that. That concludes this week's episode, Market Pulse. For further news and analysis on markets, financial planning and investments, please go to goodbody.ie forward slash insights.